Hello, welcome to Connected, where we share stories, experiences, and ideas with one another to achieve our dreams together. We invite guests through connectedpodcast.com and get together on Discord to build a broad network to learn from each other and find partners with similar mindsets. Come join Connected. Today we have Justin Zhang from California, who is the founder of Matrix, which is a gamification platform for content creators and fan engagement through incentivization with NFTs. Justin has previously been the founder for Ether United, which is a crowd-funded and crowd-governed esports team using blockchain to create a decentralized corporation. Justin's project has also been selected as one of the top ten teams for the Pioneer Contest. And is currently a member of Village Global. Today, he is here to share the process of starting his own company, how he manages his schedules as a founder, and many realistic topics. So, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And this was Matt, Drew, and Justin at Connected Podcast. So, Justin, can you briefly introduce yourself uh, to the audience and share what Matrix is, and maybe what you are trying to solve and build here? Hey, yeah, super glad to be here. Um, so Matrix is essentially a gamification platform for content creators and fan engagement, right? The big problem that we saw was that esports and digital creators is this super fast-growing space, but the monetization and retention rates are still super low. And we were like, why is that? Well, it's because they're taking these traditional strategies from traditional sports, from traditional entertainment, and trying to make it work for esports for the digital economy. Um, and that that's obviously not working. Uh, it's a new world. You can't like use old old strategies here. Um, so we thought, what what does work? Well, if you look at video games, video game developers have been spending decades competing to make really good monetization strategies, really good retention strategies. So if we can carry those over to creators, to content creation, then we should be able to like drastically boost monetization and retention there. Um, like that's basically what we're trying to do. That's like the basis of our products, and that's what we're currently working on. So you're focusing more on content creation and giving that opportunity to the community. Is that correct? Yeah, it's really like how can we encourage a fan of an esports team or of a content creator or any any brand really to engage more with that brand. Why are you so interested in content creation? What is the what is the thing and the key thing which makes you this interested in this specific topic? Yeah, um, I think that entertainment's really shifting, right? We we've gone from a world where we passively consume entertainment, like we watch it on TV, to a world where we can be actively engaged in it. I think that shift is huge. Like it's a lot bigger than most people expect. Um, even people that really understand the space, and I think it's a super exciting space to be in with everything changing so fast. It's like literally like the next, the future of entertainment for like the next hundred, two hundred years uh, gets gets decided right now. And you think this could replace the traditional sports, like esports, gaming? Do I think that digital sports is going to replace traditional sports? I, I don't necessarily think so, right? People are going to watch football, basketball, soccer, whatever for the rest of their lives or forever. Um, I, I think that esports is going to gain a lot of market share. I think that I, I don't I don't think it's just esports either, right? Esports is not that sustainable right now. Um, I think a lot of it comes from content creation, like individual streamers. People are going to always feel more attached 
to a single streamer than to an esports team. Uh, obviously, like we're working on ways to make people more attached to esports teams, but like I, I don't think that esports is gonna like be the only source of entertainment forever. So if you're focusing on, so again, if you're focusing on the NFTs, the content creation, um, are you planning like for the incentive to, to incentivize these uh, creators, are you building your own coin or how does that process work for these? Um, this is just a platform that you're providing for these people? Yeah, we're just providing a platform right now. Um, basically, it's like a battle pass system. If you're familiar with like Clash Royale or Fortnite, you've seen this, where you buy this battle pass at the beginning of every season. And then once you buy it, you get a list of quests. So then traditionally, these quests are things like kill 10 enemies, uh, find this item, etc. For us, it's things like um, follow this creator, watch their stream for 10 minutes, um, win their tournament. And then as you complete quests, you gain experience points, which lets you level up. And then for every level you get to, you get a certain reward. And a lot of these rewards are NFTs. Uh, so we provide a platform that makes this possible to brands and creators. Um, in terms of our own coin, like that's not something we need right now. Uh, we, we do expect, right? I think the future is DAOs. Uh, we expect to release a governance token of our own company to decentralize the whole thing uh, and then let people buy that token to join, to join our DAO. Um, but that's like a year or two years in the future. So if I'm understanding correct, this is interesting. So you're saying that the way that you're going to get people more engaged is you have this bypass or something that they buy and you have these quests that they have to missions that they have to complete. And as they do that, they're going to get leveled up. But at the same time, you're giving them NFTs as prizes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so the NFT is more like the prize to the people to get them engaged rather than having content creators come to the platform and make their own NFTs. And well, okay. So we, we expect content creators to make their own NFTs, right? Like we're not going to mint this generic NFT for them. I think every content creator will have, because all content creators have their own, like their own culture, their own in-jokes. Um, these are things that can be turned into, into NFTs uh, and that can be rewarded to, to, uh, to fans. Why do you think that uh, uh, people, because uh, I'm really into the, I'm really into the, the way, like the game sort of, they say game a sort of way of engaging uh, uh, people, yeah. I really think that it's probably the most engaging. Uh, um, it's probably the most engaging way of directing people to follow something. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. How? Why do you think that uh, other companies, like I know that Twitch started doing it in a sort of way. They started doing this. They started doing uh, um, creator coins and this sort of thing. Uh, what what makes you different from uh, other companies which are already streaming? And why should a creator decide to switch to your company rather than something else? Yeah, I mean, first of all, like the the things that companies are building right now, I don't think they're truly gamifying it. They're not. They don't have the design philosophy of we're gonna make this a game. They're very focused on giving a reward, which doesn't work. Um, because no matter how good something is for you, people don't do it if it's not fun, right? Like, there's lots of things that are good for you, but people don't do it because they don't. <laughs> find enjoyment out of it. Um, so it's very important that the platform itself has to feel like a game. People should almost be willing to use Matrix even without the rewards. Um, that's like an important point. Uh, second of all, like a lot of these companies are using like old Web2 technologies, not crypto. And then on the surface, it's like, whatever, okay, like, why does crypto matter? Well, if you look into it, it's like a big problem with video games or a big issue. It's not a problem, it's just a, like inherent fact of video games 
is that video game items aren't real, right? This seems very obvious, but it's like interesting where you, you can't bring video game items into the real world. You don't have any real world value. Um, if we use crypto, we can make it so you actually own all of these rewards. And then when we give you ownership, that lets you do far more things, right? You can take these items and you can use them in any platform. Um, so you can use matrix items on any crypto system that supports it. Uh, so these items truly become real and our rewards become much better than like Twitch bits, which you can use on Twitch. I'm gonna do one last question then we can move on to more maybe specific ones, but yeah. in a video game, uh, do you think that uh, is uh, the person sticks to the video game because of the way the rewards are assigned or because of uh, how the gameplay feels? If they are two different things in the, uh, in the I mean, I see that as one of the same, right? I think with, if gameplay did not have rewards, right? And you didn't get any sort of reward, be it ranking or items or just any sort of positive feedback, no one played the game. Um, like that's an inherent, like a very important part of game design. Like how do you make that feedback cycle? How do you have that reward loop? So I, I don't think there's any difference between gameplay and um, reward mechanisms. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, I was really interested because I think that in your company is gonna, yeah. and your, in your project is really gonna be key, like the way you assign rewards. Right, uh, right. Drew, you wanna, you wanna go on with some more company-specific questions and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, straight too much? Yeah, one more thing is, so these NFTs, um, if they get rewarded from Matrix, they could be used on any game or any platform like you're seeing. So right. if, if, if the NFT is like a weapon, you're saying that they could use it on any game that that's out there that that supports it right like it's it's not like we can fit our nfts into an arbitrary game like we can't just move right. into fortnite the game right. has to support it um I, I and i also don't really see those game items mostly I, I see it more so like apps or mini games that a creator's community is building um like if they're building mods on top of us um and it's also like DeFi things like can we start having people lend out these nfts or selling their nfts or like earning interest off their nfts um, through like the myriad of DeFi platforms out there. Mm, cool, cool. All right. I kind of know you personally, but when did you actually decide that you wanted to build your own thing versus what a lot of people do, you know, apply for to work for a great company like, you know, Apple, Google, or Facebook? Yeah. I mean, I think like around, um, high school i wanted to start my own thing with that esports team that didn't work out um but yeah no i think that was starting like sophomore year um in high school and it just kind of continued to now uh never like never really went off that path so starting from high school you just started building your stuff you try, you kind of yeah. did what you thought was fun and then that's how you got here you're saying right yeah yeah gotcha so then you'll never be you, you never see yourself working for a company anymore i guess um i can't say never <laughs> but I, I yeah i don't see it at least in my in the foreseeable future mm -mm. Cool. i'm pretty sure a lot of people would like to hire someone like you but um... <laughs> maybe we'll see <laughs> gotcha um and then you know i think you got to a really you know, a certain stage um with your company matrix right now but what was the major hurdles that you had like regarding finding partners or maybe fundings or like any, anything that you find? I mean, there's a lot of people who are starting their co company 
or startup, but they don't know what the hurdles are. They know it's exciting if it's successful, but um, it would be really nice to hear what kind of hurdles you had while you were, you know, in this journey. Yeah. I mean, funding's obviously hard, right? Like we were raising money in the middle of COVID. Um, at the beginning of COVID, that was really bad. Um, I think now, I think the biggest unexpected challenge has been hiring, uh, especially in the crypto space, right? There's so much money in the crypto space, just very few talented people. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of it is hiring. Um, that's been like the most surprising thing for me, like being able to find good people and like, why, why should this super cool person work for you instead of this other company with more stability? Maybe they can pay more. Um, like you, you really, it's like, like massive, massive challenge. So then how, how do you find these, uh, like partners or people? Is there like a criteria that you look for, or is there even like a red flag that you say, Oh, you talk with this guy and it's like, no. And then. Oh, this guy, maybe let's move forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the most experienced hiring person. So I like, who knows? It's, it's like, if I vibe with them, I guess. Important to build a network for hiring. I think, um, like Twitter is great. Uh, discord communities are great. Like having, having that community of people you could pull from is super helpful. Right. And then usually if we work with people, like after maybe a week or months, do you get that vibe where, oh, this, I thought this person was okay but because of this i think you know it might not be the right fit um yeah that's happened once or twice i think a lot of that's not their fault though that's on us where we weren't able to build the right environment for them um or we hired them at the wrong time um yeah i i think it's i we we haven't had a thing where we thought someone was super great and we built the right environment for them and then they turned out to be awful i think it's it's mostly been on us where like we either hired the wrong person for the road because we made a mistake or yeah, we, we just didn't support them the right way. So do you interact a lot with the people that you work with or is it just a weekly meeting or do you like interact daily oh, or how does yeah, that Yeah, I mean, I live with most of them. Um, uh -huh. We live to get in the house. Um, uh -huh. But yeah, as far as the ones we don't, I think remote work is definitely hard. Uh, like super important for us to be in like near constant communication with them. And that's, that's definitely something we're still working on, right? Like we were nowhere near perfect on, on our communication there. Gotcha. So, so the people that are working together are actually living together with you. And like, I guess every minute you guys are talking about how you yeah. would make this project successful. Right. That's cool. That's cool. I want to hear one thing from you because, uh, yeah. uh, I've been working a lot recently with people with, uh, from e-commerce and, uh, right. what I see is that a lot of people are very intrigued by the idea of hiring someone as soon as they start. So finding someone who does uh, something they don't know how to do for them. And uh, what I wanted to know from you is uh, if there is a point, um, like when, when is the point where you say, all right, I cannot learn how to do this thing anymore. I need to find someone. Is it like how close it is to when you start uh, uh, and whatever you want to say about it? Yeah. I think there's probably like two factors here. One of them is, um, one of them is like how deep that knowledge is. I, I guess you can combine these two factors in one, that one being, do you have enough time to do it? Right? Like if I have a hundred other things to do, I, I can't learn how to write this new language or to do this new thing. Um, and then some knowledge like deep tech science knowledge takes years and years to learn. It's like, I'm just going to hire someone for that because I don't want to go through and get a PhD or something because um, I don't have enough time to do that. So it's like, 
yeah, if you have enough time to learn it, learn it, sure. Um, but otherwise, then yeah, like you hire someone when you you have other things to do. Do you and uh, like do you usually find yourself understanding right off who you're going to need to hire, or uh, uh, do you have like to start a project, get to a point, and say, oh, I do not know that this thing I had, like I do not know um, that this thing was here. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely like guess in a way. You can be like, oh, yeah, I think I'm yeah. like if for us, like we obviously needed, to, we obviously knew we needed a developer. We obviously knew we needed like a designer. Um, other things definitely do pop up along the way. It's like, oh, we, we need someone to handle customer service because we can't do it ourselves. Or we need someone to do this type of design because we're weak here. Um, so yeah, it's a mix of both. I think some of it, you know it immediately and some of it takes longer right all right um and just my last question on my side is so i know i know how you work you know but um how so now that you're really moving forward with this uh company or project and you have people living together i was wondering as a founder of this startup how does your typical you know day look like like you were taking you were talking about how much you sleep but how does a day or night look like? So people have an idea that it's not something really easy, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is it like, it depends a lot, right? Like right now I'm spending a ton of time on cars, like raising money because we're going through our fundraising round. Um, but it, it's pretty unexpected. I, I don't really know what I'm going to do the next day. Maybe that's the wrong way to do it. <laughs> um, but like things come up and yeah, I think that's just an inherent fact of startups. Like you don't really know what you're going to be doing the next week, the next day or so um so it's definitely super different super different every single day so then are you full of like schedules like are there meetings arranged you know like a month or a week about um ahead so you know that yeah definitely um i i tend to not schedule meetings too far ahead i try to like always schedule them like as close to now as possible um so i, I end up scheduling meetings like a day or two before i take them um but yeah like definitely definitely scheduling a lot Right. Let me let me just ask. So then this is something that I was also really interested to hear about, but a lot of people work for money, right? That's why they yeah. get a job, a high salary job. Um, and for you, I mean, you're really young, a smart, but um, to you, what does money mean at this point? <laughs> what does money mean at this point? Um, obviously, I mean, look, there's not that much stuff I want to buy. I think large part of me getting money is because oh it, it helps me do other bigger stuff in the future um it, it's not so much like oh i want this new thing um because there's not too much stuff i want like there's obviously stuff i want but it's not that much stuff i want um i i think it's mostly like a lover so that i, I can do other other things in the future and uh, just to get to one second back on the schedule thing because i really want to ask you something about my web community uh I, I like your 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 day may look like this right now, but how did your day look when you were starting out to do all this stuff? Because like my day does not look good in any way. And um, I, yeah, I I guess it's 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 the same. Like it's unexpected. Like things pop up every day, and you go fix them. Uh, I I can't like I don't think any two day looks the same. Um, like a lot of cause, a lot of like I don't know. When I was coding, I was writing code. Um, 
or I was like writing emails, writing explanations. I think, yeah, it's definitely super, super different every day. All right. Uh, just as a more personal thing, sorry for all these questions, but the thing which pops up a lot is that uh, people are looking for a template. Like they're looking for, all right, I have to do this. I have to set my day to be, to start this hour, to do this sort of thing. Today, I'm going to go this, this, and this. And uh, uh, what, I, what I was trying to, to see if, uh, for you, uh, it also happened that things don't really go the way you plan uh, or like maybe you plan them in a way, right. but uh, <laughs> you end up discovering that none of what you thought was going to happen happened. Uh, yeah. And uh, as you said before, uh, with the, uh, that you may or may not get employed uh, right now, if let's say Google, it's the most famous one well, for this sort of thing offered a, let's say, five to six figure a year job, would you take it? No, like, no, of course not, right? Like, definitely way too much stuff I'm doing. Like, there's no reason for me to take a job at Google. If I want a job at Google, I'd take the job at Google before. Um, yeah, no, 100% no, right? Like, I, I don't think there's any company. Yeah, there's no way there's any company that could offer me, like, any amount of money where I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, sure, I'll, I'll quit working what I'm doing now and go work at Google, Facebook, whatever. All right, interesting, really interesting. Uh, since you're really secure about what you're doing, uh, how do you know that, that something is going to work out? Or like, how, when, what, is there a point where you understand, all right, now this project is gonna go somewhere. Is there something which tells you that? Uh, is there something that tells me that I like, no, I, I don't think so, right? Like we could fail tomorrow. I mean, no, we're not, we can't fail tomorrow, but like we, we could still fail. Like, I, I don't think that ever goes away. Like Google could still fail technically. Um, I, I don't think, and like, if you think you're secure, I feel like if you think you're secure and like, it's going like, there's no chance it's going to fail. Like you're not pushing yourself enough because then you're just like stable and you, yeah, you're just continuing doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, I don't, it's probably not good to ever reach the point where you're like, oh, okay. I, I know for sure that this is going to succeed. So that, that's, that's something I'm really interested in. So you're saying that, you know, if you're in a job, you do the same thing over and over and over and you become good at what you do and you're safe and stable, right? Yeah. But then as, as to your point, you're not actually moving forward or developing or starting something new or trying to improve from where you are. Yeah. And you're saying that for your, like your DNA, I, I kind of hear that, but you're more excited when you know that you're contributing and building something or at least moving forward that in you know contributing on something that wasn't there i guess yeah 100 percent, right like i i don't really find meaning or joy in doing stuff that's been done before i think it definitely has to be like pushing something forward wow but but then you wouldn't be working for google on their project well i mean i mean there's like departments of google i'm sure like i would find enjoyment in um right like they're doing research and things but yeah no for now i think like for me to make the largest amount of change, I think that's like starting my own thing. And that's Matrix right now. Hmm, cool, cool. All right. I'm going to ask you just two extremes. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start with the more, with the easier one, or at least the easier in my opinion. And that is uh, if right now you lost all of your money, like all of it, maybe just that you, you have the enough to live maybe you are let's say you're a student you live with your parents you really cannot invest into anything or like anything big uh 
And uh, at the same time, you don't have the knowledge you have, like programming knowledge you have right now or uh, anything else knowledge you have right now. Uh, where would you put you, where would you be putting your time? What would you, what would be your plan? <laughs> yeah, that's a good interesting question. Um, I mean, on the point of losing all your money, all my money's in crypto. I literally lost like all my money like two weeks ago. Um, so it's not, not that hypothetical a question. Um, yeah. Um, and if I had no knowledge, I, then I guess I just learn, right? I'd be like, oh, well, it's time for me to learn programming or learn how to do X, Y, Z. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any other options. Like what else would I do? I just start that if I, if I didn't do anything else. Um, so yeah, no, definitely just like pick up the stuff that I, I think would be important for me to do what I want to do now. And just for the people who may be uh, interested in that, like specifically, what would be the stuff which you would pick out to study right now? Yeah, um, I think programming is cool. Um, I, I don't know if that's specifically what I would do. Um, definitely learn that. I, I mean, it depends on each person, right? It's like, if they're interested in esports, go learn about esports. If they're interested in content creation, go learn about content creation. If they're interested in like biotech, go learn biotech. Um, like, yeah, are there some hard skills that are like useful? Yeah, I think programming is probably useful to everyone. Um, I, but a lot of this stuff, you just learn from doing it. Um, so maybe just go start something while you want to start and then you learn it along the way. All right. All right. No, that, that's, I mean, doing what, do, doing what one person wants to do and actually doing it seriously is probably one very yeah. good answer. Um, and now the other opposite, uh, if like, if you're building this, uh, if you're building matrix and of course, all the other things which you may be building, uh, do you have a do you have an objective for your future? Is there somewhere you want to go, somewhere like or a, a goal or any sort of thing? Like the media wants success of Matrix, right? Um, I think further on outwards are the other things I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like a lot of it's like kind of vague, right? I have all these ideas and like, oh, we can build these new governance systems, we can build new government through crypto, we could like design all these things. Um, but these are all like pretty vague after goals. I think like for now like the temporary short-term go is 100% like just let's make matrix work and then I have the resources to do whatever I want in the future and then yeah and then we'll like we'll work on that when we get to that point all right um do you want to ask anything else no I think that was great uh, I just you know I'm curious to hear what Justin thinks about like our concept you know, he's, he's really smart. I'll tell you, he's really smart. And he has a lot of great insights. But as I explained, so the Enected is we're trying to get these entrepreneurs together on a digital platform. You know, we, we have, um, you know, um, Stack and maybe, you know, other platforms, but I don't think there is an actual real-time uh, communication platform that we have for these entrepreneurs. So I was, I was just wondering what your thought on was this whole Enected uh, project where we're trying to gather these new people and people like you who are experienced to share and maybe communicate and help or maybe even, even like find partners i guess yeah um i i think it's very important i think community is super important i think that's a great idea um community is definitely super hard to build right like gen Z mafia super hard to get it to where it went um but no, like if it works, that's obviously super helpful to a ton of people. I think, yeah, like I think community building is incredibly important and especially this type of community is, um, is super important too. Gotcha. And would you be actually like working on these kind of platforms to find partners or maybe discuss your project or like, you know, even present what you have like up? Yeah, 
yeah like why not right like um always interested in sharing what i'm working on and and finding more people to work on with um i mean finding more people to work on it with gotcha that's cool that's cool that's actually very encouraging for us <laughs> okay well i mean i think that's most of the questions that we had and um yeah. you know thank you very much i know you're super busy but again thank you and you know well we'll follow up and okay. see if we could get some more maybe a next episode or something based on how matrix proceeds yeah great sounds good Talk to you all soon. right great meeting you yep yep all right have a good one man you absolutely too.